welcome everyone to the Winchester, the weekly podcast where we'll be discussing, yelling, and debating our favorite things. It's episode three, y'all. Is it? Is it episode <laughs> I don't, three? I don't know. Is it three or four? Because I think in the last one, Scott said, welcome to episode three of the Winchester. We've also recorded like 10 episodes. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know what number it is anymore. It's episode four, y'all. It's episode five, y'all. Yeah, can it's we do like multiple six, takes y'all. and then just pick the right one? And then once you've edited some together, you can tell us what episode we're actually on. Welcome to episode 24, y'all. <laughs> or we could just l- leave that out and just say, welcome to another episode. Yeah. It's an episode. <laughs> it's an episode, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to an episode, y'all. <laughs> Congratulations, you done it. <laughs> Join in on the discussion through social media at WinchesterCast on all platforms, or just sit back and listen to us rant about all the things we love, hate, and love to hate. So, what are we yelling about this week? Okay, so first up, we've had some terrible news. Cyberpunk 27 is now delayed again. Uh, when, I, I can't seem to recall, but when exactly has it been delayed till now? September. September. Yes, but they've done For this. For now. They've done this ten times now, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, this game was supposed to come out in, like, 2011 originally, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, I I think it was 2000, well, we were in college when I first saw that trailer, and then I think it announced that it was coming out in, like, 2016, and then... Now it's 2019. No, it's 2020. It's 2020. And it still hasn't come out. Yeah, it's been delayed and delayed and delayed. And yet, despite that, like almost a decade's worth of delays, it is still one of the most anticipated games. People will not give up on this game, which is amazing. It looks incredible. It does look really good. And like, I mean, fine. If they're like, they're gonna make it better than define but as long as they actually make it better yeah now so cyberpunk 2077 uh, is coming from cd project red yeah so they have been working on this game since before the witcher 3 which has been out for five years now four years now yes they've been working on it since we were in college oh that makes my head hurt I like I just don't understand. Did they did they just kind of hit pause on Cyberpunk to do The Witcher 3? I don't know. I actually don't know that much about. <laughs> like how did this massive game come out in the middle of Cyberpunk's production? Like I though we've also gone through uh so since the orig- initial announcement have we um, changed uh, console generation. So was, this was originally announced. Uh, I know the PS3 was still the, and the Xbox 360 were still the main uh, consoles at the time. Um, but was it originally slated for uh, previous gen consoles? Because that must. could explain that could explain a lot. That that could explain why there's been such a delay. Because they've base they would have basically had to retool the entire game for optimization on the newer consoles. Yeah, and and I don't know where he got this from, but Phil was saying that apparently they're having some issues getting it to play um, uh, 
non-jankily on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Um, cause so does that mean that they're they're already they're they're more working on a uh, on a next gen on a PS5 and uh, whatever Xbox's next title is going to be, and they're kind of backporting it to the current gen. I think they like mainly focused on PC first. I like again, this is all speculation because it seems like it's they're... ready to go for PC, um, which is weird because, uh, never mind. I'm I mean, they have been making head. a. Yeah, they they have been making a huge push on advertising for the PC and a lot of uh, cross promotion with um, uh, various PC part manufacturers, such as uh, I think it was Nvidia did a series of giveaways a couple months ago on Facebook, all um, kind of tying into Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven and showing off how absolutely incredible the graphics are going to look uh, using uh, Nvidia graphics cards. Mm-hmm. So I think they probably got it running smoothly on PC, and now they're realizing that I would I like I'm pretty sure the new consoles like they're pretty stacked, so it would probably run okay on those. Um, but yeah, I imagine it's difficult to get it to work properly on playstation 4 and xbox one isn't it made for next gen but they're just porting it over to old gen well that's what i'm wondering because if if that's the case that means that they have worked on this game for three generations of consoles yeah yeah because like it would also make sense that they're having problems with it because they have to do more with less well that they it could very well be ready for ready and running perfectly fine for next gen consoles, um, yeah. but they're not out, so they can't release that yet. Yeah, because they're releasing Cyberpunk before. Well, because it's gonna the gaming con the new gaming consoles are gonna come out in like November apparently or something like that. Yeah. Allegedly, yeah. Because it's gonna be for holidays at least, so people are gonna buy them. People are gonna buy them for November, and then they're gonna there's gonna be a big rush for holidays well i heard uh i heard rumor that they're going to be making some uh official launch announcements uh within the next couple weeks with more um specs on the consoles and details as to when they'll be available for purchase and pricing of that right i'll probably do what i usually do wait a year or two before i get the next gen console i'm perfectly happy with my ps4 I'm debating yeah. whether or not I'm going to get a console. I, I was I was chatting about it this weekend, and I, I think I might ignore the new-gen consoles, get an updated graphics card, and buy a Vive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's true. I just, I just built my PC, so I'm just like, any anything new, unless it's like a PS4 exclusive or something like that, I'm going to, I'm just going to use my PC for yeah, I think I think I'm gonna do the same. I like, like a... I still have my 360. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I went into EB Games. I was like, just wondering, what would you give me for a Xbox 360? And they're like, uh, we don't even take them. I was like, oh, okay, cool, <laughs> great. Oh, great. Yeah, like apparently Ghost of Tsushima is like a PS4 exclusive or something like that, but it's gonna come for PS5. And I was like, ah, you know, like why? I'm not going to buy a whole console just for Ghost of Tsushima, but it looks like a brilliant game, but I'm still going to play PS4, but only if it's exclusive. I still haven't played fucking God of War. I'm so behind. 
I just downloaded a uh, Nathan Drake, the Drake collection for free. Oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, so now I gotta I gotta start from the beginning because I've never played it. What? It's never a lot of fun. It. Oh my goodness, you two are both disappointing me. I played it. Yeah, but you haven't played God of War. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just I just finished like all like the cutscenes from the beginning, so and then it's just like it's the very first time like I haven't even moved the controller stick. Like I just finished there, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta record." <laughs> so then they paused, <laughs> and I paused it. I um I blasted through Resident Evil Seven recently. I mean, that's as far back as I'm going. That one's a lot. What, what was the Resident yeah. Evil for uh for GameCube? Resident Evil Four. A four. I fucking. That's probably the one that you're thinking of. That's the one where you're going through that dilapidated village kind of thing. What was the one for the Wii? That was like, four as well. That was four as well. Okay, that I four came out one. for GameCube and uh, Wii um, with the crazy motion controls. There was a yeah. uh, there was actually a chainsaw uh, controller that you could get for the Wii. So yeah. when you lifted the chainsaw and brought it back down, it acted as if you were attacking with the chainsaw. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, I think there was a shotgun one too. Yeah, yeah. I will say Resident Evil Seven. Uh, one of the most terrifying gaming experiences I've had. Um, yeah. And I don't know how anybody could do it in VR. So I played it in VR because... Oh, God. <laughs> when it when it came out, um, Dave was staying with me and he he got the VR headset for Christmas or whatever. And I bought the game, so I played it on VR. But the thing is about the PlayStation VR, it's it's not the same kind of immersive experience as like the vibe is like it felt like it was just you know that meme where it's like uh when your parents told you not to sit too close to the tv and then now like the tv is right in your eyeballs essentially uh it just felt like a screen was like very close to my face It, it didn't the vibe has a very different feel like i when i played the vibe um and I played that portal, that mini portal game. I actually got like a sense of vertigo when I was playing it because the floor fell out from underneath me, and it was crazy. When I played um, the Resident Evil one, it did not feel like that at all. Yeah, it. Um, I've done the demos when they were touring around with the PlayStation VR, and it was cool and it was a lot of fun. But I could still like, and I could feel like I wasn't completely in it. Um, when we did the, um, what was it called? Oh, at the rec room. Yeah. Fuck. I can't remember what it's called now. Now, do they, do they use, um, Oculus there? They have their own. They they do. Okay. Cause I know, cause I know the company that, um, did, uh, Shadows of the Empire for, they call it Rift. Yeah. That's Oculus Rift. Okay, so no, the I'm thinking, um, what do they call the? Uh, I can't remember what they call the VR experience at um, the void at the rec room. The void. So yeah. um, the same company that did Shadows of the Empire, the Star Wars experience for the void, also worked on um, a Star Wars uh, exclusive for the Oculus. So yeah. I wasn't sure if they were if it was the same technology or if it was similar. But when we did the uh, when we did the uh, the void it uh it definitely felt like we were that there now it also helped scary. that you were walking ar- 
Yeah, you would not stop screaming. I was so scared. It was so scary. <laughs> Pretty sure all of you fell on top of me at one point. <laughs> yeah, when the when we were on the when elevator. we were in the elevator. <laughs> but I mean, so like, it helped that we were also walking around and that they had sets built specifically for that experience. But it definitely felt like we were in it like it was fully immersive well the the coolest thing about that one was like you could look down at your hands and your hands were like the gloves it felt so yeah it was and like we weren't even wearing gloves for it no it we were wearing the backpack and the um the goggles yeah but you could see your hands move around you could see your fingers flex you could point one finger and it would do like it yeah, it was like that Blade Runner 2049 thing when she's like she's like matching with that other girl and like it's like lining up with some weird I don't know. It was bizarre, but it was really cool. So I think I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ignore the next gen consoles and go VR instead. I have enough room for it now. <laughs> <laughs> you should just turn your spare bedroom into the VR room. I might. I have a dream- <laughs> dreamatorium in there. <laughs> Well, I I might have to come over more often. So yeah, I think uh, I think we got off on a little bit of a tangent there. So um, the the verdict on Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is that Hannah's gonna build a VR room, and uh, we're all very very <laughs> interested in the technology that's coming out of that. Well, that was a weird little tangent, but I think we've tied it up perfectly there. Um, speaking of VR. Um, getting immersed in these worlds. Uh, what do you guys think about Altered Carbon coming back? I'm so I'm excited. Uh, I, I absolutely loved the first season. Me too. I haven't read the other two books. I've only, is it two or three? I can't remember. I've only read the first I've one. I've never read any of them. There, I have the first one if you want to borrow it. It's it's quite good. It The show strayed from it a little bit, but not like, I think it was all in good, good Wait, ways. I was gonna, I was going to say, was it um straying for the sake of straying or do you think it was straying for the sake of telling a stronger story i think it was straying because like there's certain things that happen in the book that like the show is still intense but there's like things that just wouldn't i think translate as well to screen especially these days um and also i think one of the major changes is like in the book um the hotel that he stays at is the Jimi hendrix hotel it's not uh edgar Allan poe but I'm pretty sure. I did that, hear about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the only reason they did that was because uh, they couldn't get the rights to Jimi Hendrix. But I, I liked what they did with it. I thought Poe was a great character. I loved Poe. Um, honestly, when I heard when I heard that it wasn't originally uh, a Poe hotel, I was kind of shocked because it just worked so well for the feel and the motif of the show. And when I heard it, Jimi Hendrix, I was like, I didn't think it was really the right fit. No, I, I actually think I prefer Bo, <laughs> to be honest. So I think all the changes they made were were good. I'm excited to see what they... I, uh, what's his face is in it? Um, Anthony Mackie is in season two. Oh, oh the, the Falcon, right? Yeah interesting yeah so uh it'll be interesting to see what they do with it i like kind of forgot about because it's been so long since the first season came out it's been right it's been been a few years right it's been like it's been quite a few years since that's been like a watch (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah, I need to. I need to. Might need to rewatch it before season two comes out because a lot happens in that first season. Uh, where even while I was I was binging it, and even I was like, did I miss something? Yeah. Yeah, I really it's a, liked a, uh, what's his face. Um. <laughs> Which one? There's a few of them. Uh, the main character. What's that actor's name? He was in the Chris killing. Connor. Chris Connor. Is that no? That's that's Poe. Sorry. Yeah. Um. um oh, Joel the... Kinnaman. Yes. Yes, that's the one. Kovacs. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So when when did this originally air? Oh, about two years ago now. Yeah. It's 2018. Yeah. So it's not as long ago as I thought, but yeah. It's long for between a TV show, like. Well, for I... seasons of a television show, that is a very long time. Yeah. But I, it just makes me think that, I mean, it's funny that I'm down for this show to take some time in between, but Cyberpunk, I'm like, fuck it, I just want it now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you've only been waiting two years for Altered Carbon Season 2. You've been waiting 10 years for Cyberpunk yes. 2077. Yes, that is very I, true. <laughs> but it, it's, it's um television, well, not so much television, but streaming services right now are really doing um, sci-fi fans a big... Um, uh, favor i don't want to say favor uh, it's been treating so the streaming wars have kind of been treating uh sci-fi fans really well between like altered carbon uh the expanse uh we had uh what are some other we've had a couple other really big ones um but we also had uh picard yeah yeah i i really like the first episode of picard i think it it, it definitely um it it started things off in not just a not just with a bang but in a really interesting way that kind of leads you wanting more but it wasn't like a lot of the times nowadays you get like that excessive um just action to draw everyone in but this one did it in such a way that it really pulled you into the story not just the action yeah yeah i really i i like i like what they're doing um i mean patrick stewart i think is you know patrick stewart is the key to that show right so if he wasn't doing so well, like I wonder if um, the story itself would hold up. But um, yeah, no, I really, I really like what they're doing. I think, uh, I think it's very interesting too. It's like a lot of like when you look at the stuff that's like coming back, like so Star Wars and Picard and all these things, they're they're all kind of been using the same plot device type of thing, where it's like that one person comes back into your life, you know. Yeah, like it's one, like that one person comes. So it's like Baby Yoda for for the Mandalorian, Mandalorian. and Picard. It's uh, well, no spoilers, but it's like it's this woman. It's the woman that comes into Picard's life, who who we find has connections somehow. So it's like it's kind of interesting how like that's that's been like that's like this generation's story. You know what I mean? Or yeah. even like with Lo, like when you take a look at Logan, Logan, it's you know. Logan, it's well, it's been so him long. and the it's girl. His, it's his daughter. It's his daughter. It's his girl. Whoa! Yeah. What? 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 Okay. What? You've seen this? <laughs> I've never seen this podcast before. Oh goodness. What? Sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, where, where they go with this and how they do it. Um. I'm excited to see how they do this different than other shows and movies have already done this premise type of story. Yeah, because if this is just if this is just Logan 
for uh, Picard. Like one, yeah, I'm so I'm still down, but like he two, was in I want, that one I too. A little, yeah, I, I just you know I, I kind of want it to be a little bit different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's gonna the, both both are starring or well not starring, but both are featuring Patrick Stewart. Totally, but if it's just like oh he needs to save the girl, you know? Yeah, like, I th- I I have faith that because um, Patrick Stewart's an executive producer on it, he, nobody knows the character as well as him. Oh, totally. Um, I I have faith that Patrick Stewart as a not only an incredible actor but an actor that's always shown a lot of um, uh, not just faith to his characters um, but a lot of um, ability to tell a story in a uh, in a very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, like he he tell he tells them in a very appropriate and very honest way, right? So he he always makes you feel his performance always makes you feel connected to the characters and connected to um, and caring about the store, the overall story that's going on. So I, yeah. I have faith that he's going to help guide this uh, this show in the right way to tell the story in the best way possible. Even yeah. even when Patrick Stewart's being silly, he still feels like someone you're drawn into. Oh, totally. That's like that's his secret power, and that's that's how you know you know the actor is a top notch actor is that they're able to just entice you in, and it's it's game over after that. As soon as you as soon as the actor's got you, and you like you care about a character, you're in. That's it. And Patrick Stewart's a master of that. I will say though, with Picard, it's the first time I've really noticed his aging over the last. 30 40 years <laughs> so i watched like uh, i watched a video of him and it just kind of was like a run-up to picard uh just kind of say, giving you all the like main plot points because i've watched it all but honestly I, when i was watching the ep- episode i was like did i miss something did i not see a movie or like an episode like so you <laughs> you mentioned that to me but i never really there, there were times that I had that thought, but it was like, it was to the point where I went, yeah, but this, the show will explain that to me if it's something I that hasn't been previously explained that I missed. Yeah, and- the the whole like the whole and obviously spoilers, but the whole like news interview where they just kind of like gloss over how he leaves Starfleet, like. Well, that was part of part of the stipulations of the interview were supposed to be that that never get brought up. Yeah, and 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 plus, like that, those events happen like at least ten years after Nemesis, right? So it's it's in this whole part where we have no idea what's, you know, what's happening. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling they're gonna do a whole like what they did with Mandalorian, where it's like we they reveal bits of, um. Bits of, of the lore like, and the history. They, yeah, they reveal bits of like Mars, the Mars attack. You know, so apparently, it. they've been releasing like these short treks things on CBS that like to yeah. lead up to Picard. I haven't been able to watch any of them because you need a CBS login. I tried to watch. That's strange. It. It's strange that they're not on Crave like the. Uh, no, I know. No, because no, the, the Discovery are. short oh, are? treks are. I'm pretty sure they are. They I know are? there were some so for sh- Discovery on Crave. I literally, I literally just watched the Mars attack short the other oh, day. I must um, have missed it then. I think it's on Crave, but I'm checking uh, right now. This is not an endorsement of Crave. They're not paying us. No, no. <laughs> God, they would, they would be like, "Fuck these people." <laughs> Hell, I wish they'd. I wish they'd pay us. I wish somebody would pay us. 
But um, so I so I watched yeah sh- uh, Star Trek Short Treks. It's on. I can see it right now. Oh, see, um, I thought those were. Um, oh, it it covers covers quite so, a bit. So there's three, there's three discoveries. There's one. There's two animated, and then the last one, Children of Mars, is the one. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was which I thought was like pretty well done, but it doesn't give you as much as what you think it is. Like it's it's told between the uh, point of view of. Two two children going through you know school like bullies and shit like that and then Mars attacks. Um, <laughs> so, by by the um, way, there there's seven discoveries. You skipped over season one entirely. Oh yeah, I'm on just on season two. Because <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to find the, this Children of Mars until I realize that there was a second season. Yeah, I'm trying to think about which ones I was actually working on for these ones. Mm. Uh, escape artist is actually escape it's artist mud is actually, right uh, yeah it's directed by him too is it really yeah does rain wilson do a lot of directing i don't know um but the guy who plays spock ethan peck uh we've become we became chummy over the course of that season that dude is so fucking nice and he's like he's related guy. to gregory peck is he not and he's really he's the grand he's the grandson of uh gregory peck that's insane to me yeah, and he's such a good actor. It's crazy. I yeah. I loved him in uh, in Discovery. Yeah, he was great. Uh, but yeah, if you had a ch- if you had a chance to check it out, the short tracks aren't related at all. Like if you watch the uh, like the season two, one, two, three, they're all Discovery. They're like they're pretty good watches. Uh, episode two of the short tracks has I forget what his name is, but the guy who does Archer's voice and Bob's Burgers. Oh, it's John Benjamin. Yeah, he's in he's in episode two. And uh, interesting. Yeah, Episode six is a direct tie to Picard uh, and the Mars attack thing, but yeah, I have a feeling like the whole, I have a feeling the whole like Mars thing is gonna play out over the course of the, of the show. Yeah, I kind of like that. I kind of like that they're not just like season or episode one begins and it's just n- or sixty minutes of exposition. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't dislike it. I honestly just thought that I had missed something. I like. I was I fair enough. I could have sworn that Nemesis was the last movie, and then I like. I don't know. I would and just, they 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 did make they, reference all, to Nemesis in it. Yeah, and they also are pulling stuff from the J.J. Abrams timeline now, which is just fucking confusing me. But whatever. Well, this is well. The Supernova is what started the J.J. Abrams timeline. Yeah. Yeah. So that was before J.J. Abr- or before. Um, yeah, Spock so this went is... back in time to reset the timeline. Yeah, so this is prime. This is prime timeline right here. Yeah, and okay, Phil brought this up. I have to give him credit, but why don't they call it the prime line? They missed opportunity. <laughs> oh God! <the> because <laughs> it's the prime directive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it would work. Prime line is uh, is really good. Exactly. You heard it um, here first, folks. Uh, I really dig um, the actress who plays uh, the the girl in this. I forget what they. I forget her name, so I'm just gonna call her the girl. Dodge. But, uh, Dodge. Yeah, I really, I really like her. I think she's great. I look, I looked her up. She is, She hasn't done a lot, but she's great. She she was really good, and some of the choreography and stunt work were incredible in this oh, episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the fight scene was pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, number one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I love that. I love, I love that. that he chose a a pit bull terrier. I love that. Also, Jesus Christ, the balls on that dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are the they first thing Hannah, <laughs> Hannah saw. First thing. It was they were right in the middle of the screen. It was hard to miss. 
I immediately knew it wasn't his dog because uh, his dog is a female. Uh-huh. His dog is a bitch. Yep. What but do she's we? So uh, cute. <laughs> uh, so just to wrap up a card here, what do we? What's what's our predictions? I know it's only episode one, but what are our predictions for uh, for Picard? Where do we think it'll go? Honestly, at this point, I'm just along for the ride. I'm 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 ready to just sit back and enjoy it. I don't want to make too many um, predictions and guesses because one, I know I'm probably going to be wrong, um, and two, you know what? I just want to see what story they want to tell. Yeah, I'm excited to see where. Um, also, I have ex- no idea where to begin guessing. Yeah, that's true. It's only episode one, right? So we don't have enough information yet. But I'm excited to see how the Romulans and the Borg are connected. Yeah. Yes. That that was weird to me. <laughs> and also the new the new Warbirds look so good. Yeah, they like look I love cool. the I love the original ones, but uh, these ones are a good step a good step in a different direction. Also, uh, Allison Pill. Sorry, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Really, ha- really happy to see um, a great Canadian actress uh, on screen there. Like she's really come a long way over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and also this is a crazy thing. So she plays. So a long time ago, eh, I forget which season, but it was I think in the early ones because it was the the original like flat uniforms, no collar. Uh, there was an episode about Data having to prove that he's sentient, and there was a doctor character yeah. in it. Uh, he's a bald, like bald guy. He was like a bit of a dick. He was the and one that was... wanted to take Data and study him, right? Yeah. So he is her father. So in real character... life? No, no. In in the oh, show. Oh, in the so show. That, okay. That character. So that's so Data and that doctor uh, kept uh, in contact over the years. Huh. And now Allison Pill's character is that guy's daughter. So somehow this whole thing, like Data's connected, that character's connected. This whole thing about androids and you know sentient beings and all that. So I'm excited to see like where this goes. Like I and I had I was like I know that name from somewhere. What's that name? And I looked it up, and there, there's this, uh, I think it was New Rockstars or somebody did this big, huge, big, huge uh, video about, oh, yeah, this is the guy they've kept in contact, and they did a big history over it. Huh. Interesting. I just um, remember that guy being a real dick. Yeah, he is. He's a real dick. <laughs> real, real piece of shit of a <laughs> stereotypical character in the early 90s. Yeah, yeah, f- yeah fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I was really thing... upset that Lol wasn't there. Yeah. Lol? <laughs> Lol. His original daughter? Yeah. Yo, she died, didn't I she? I know. She should have had the same haircut. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got uh, the we're bob. getting into they spoiler territory bit. here. I uh, mean, well, we already fucked it. We already yeah. fucked it. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> we already said spoilers. I think I think we can always do like a a, a little bit of like a hey, just a heads up. This is going to be spoilers for everything. So <laughs> we'll put that uh, at the beginning of our thing. Yeah, we um, should put that at the beginning of every episode because we somehow always devolve into massive spoilers. Oh, totally. <laughs> if um, we're going to talk about thing... it, it might get spoiled. Yeah. One thing to know about Picard, though, is that if anyone is interested in knowing more about leading up to it i highly recommend taking a look at the comics because the comics uh and i've actually got to see these these uniforms in real life they're fucking beautiful um the comics lead up to like picard when he's an admiral 
Yeah. Uh, and he's actually in he's actually in a Enterprise. Uh, what is it? I think it's G or something like that. Enterprise G. Um, How many goddamn Enterprises have there been now? <laughs> well, they at least go up to J. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's the one actually from Star Trek Online, which is fucking sick. And I have that ship in Star Trek Online. But um, Nerd. yeah, so I highly recommend. Yeah, I, I have sex, so much sex, guys. Constant <laughs> sex. 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 I'm, I'm having sex, 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 sex right now. Um, Ew. <laughs> Scott, that's that's not what this is. This isn't that type of podcast. <laughs> Okay, one it's second. Not an uh, every, everyone go home. Everyone go home. <laughs> we're, we're done here. Scott, can you put your pants back on, please? Sorry, guys. Sorry. Well, I know this is a podcast, Ooh. not a video. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it doesn't help me any. Actually, oh, that Enterprise G is beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's got like negative space in the next section. Looks really nice. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so highly recommend if you want to know more about like Picard as an admiral. Uh, he looks really sick. And uh, I think he's got a goatee in the picture that I saw. But, um, yeah, so looking looking forward to Picard. I was reading about, like, all the different stuff. I'm not a huge fan of having to read a gazillion different things to find out what's happening. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I think I think a, uh, a television show or a movie should be able to stand on its own. But I do also love... Uh, being able to dive into those supplemental materials and expand the world um, that I love so much. I do it, it just, a lot with uh, Star Wars. Like, I read a lot of the Star nuts. Wars books. It just drives me nuts. Because, like, then things are canon and then things are not canon. And you have the prime line and the non-prime line and the this and the that. And it, it just, like, I like Lord of the Rings. You get books and there's a story and... There you go. <laughs> yes, up. but Han- Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. Now. Yeah, Amazon's coming in with the television series, and then you've got the Silmarillion, which the Silmar- most people don't but, read. But the Silmarillion is like a supplemental material to Lord of the Rings, but it's like one book. Y- yes, but how many books has Christopher Tolkien written now uh, with supplemental material about the world of Lord of the Rings? I don't know. <laughs> it just drives me nuts. There's too many things to do and read. I'm I'm taking a look into this now because I am very curious as to how many books exist within the or how many books Tolkien or Christopher Tolkien has uh um written in the world of Sorry, bear with me. Oh my god. He's edited a ton of J.R. Tolkien books all about Lord of the Rings. I did not know there were this many books about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Hannah, uh, your your argument about supplemental <laughs> material on Lord of the Rings just went out the window because I'm looking at 12, 13, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19... 20 about 20 J.R.R. Tolkien Lord of the Rings books edited by uh, edited by Christopher Tolkien all right but how many of them are <laughs> books and how many of their them are poems <laughs> uh, well they all have ISBN numbers 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> some uh some interesting news happened this weekend. <laughs> hey, I love I love Lord of the Rings just as everybody else does. I'm just just trying just this trying is, to keep a schedule. Just trying to keep a schedule here. This is where, this is where Scott and I differ. Where he, or I guess Ben as well. You guys love Star Wars. I love my Lord of the Rings. Yo, I next in line <laughs> from Star Wars is Lord of the Rings. So don't don't you don't you hate. The Lost Road was written in a challenge with C.S. Lewis. Interesting. <laughs> what about the other writings part of? The Lost Road and other writings. The what? The Lost Road and other writings is the fifth volume of the history of Middle Earth. Oh, I don't know. I think all of these volumes are just the history of Middle Earth. Everything I'm reading says six books. Anyways. See, the history of Middle Earth I'm seeing is 12, uh, published between 1983 and 2002. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, mm. yes, yes, Scott. <laughs> so, what, what, what interesting thing happened recently, Scott? Well, we've got a lot of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so, Obi Wan, Obi Wan Kenobi uh, series got pushed back, and as well as that, yep. not pushed back, but it's actually on hold. Uh, Ewan McGregor says not to worry about it because they're just working on. Uh, scripts and they're working on things to make the show better he's not worried at all he says um i think that's very just because if there's one thing not to screw up it's the obi-wan kenobi show jj abrams Um, is not allowed to touch it (laughs) so one of the things that that blows my mind about this news is that um apparently they were ready to start production they were they like they were about to start production and then Kathleen Kennedy read the scripts and went this is too much like the Mandalorian we have to go back and rewrite it so what blows my mind is how did the scripts get all the way to the point of production before someone went wait a second we need to redo this how did or is Rise or of is that true well if 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 that's if that's the case then um i'm glad they caught it because i am all the jedi uh slipped through um but like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the scripts are. I'm sure the scripts are great. But like, and if if J.J. Abrams had his hands on this, I'd be happy too. My thing is though, is that they just need the time. They need the time to sort out their stuff. And they need to, to tell tell it in a cohesive way. Like it can't just be jumbled together like we've seen recent stuff. Right. And I think that I think that comes with time. Like if you if you give yourself a good amount of time and don't rush it out because they're like, oh, well, we got to get Star Wars out there. No, people are willing to wait for Star Wars because they know because Star Wars is an event. Every time you go see it, it's supposed to be like a big like people expect big things out of this. So take the time, work the scripts out. Do whatever you gotta do. If you're gonna make all of fucking Mos Espa or Mos Eisley, then go do that. If it's gonna make it better, just give God, yourself God, the get time. the right Mos. They're both there. They're both on Tatooine. <laughs> like, but like, just take the time, work it out. Whatever you need to do, I don't care how long it takes. Just as long as I'm alive for it. That's why I want to see it. You know. Well, the, the 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 flip side of taking 
time it's taking too much time and being perfectionist about it and then um just nitpicking everything like there needs to be a little bit of that uh well, there raw needs feeling to be to there, there needs to be a deadline but like there it doesn't need to be like oh my god we have to get this out in a year you know what i mean like you're doing three movies within a year you know what i mean i think what they really need to do is they need to make sure that uh uh that uh john favreau and dave filoni are at least a little bit involved they, they those two work so well as a team to tell that true star wars feeling story yeah and i think they're being consulted on everything if i was if i heard that right well that and yeah and one of one of my favorite directors from season one of the mandalorian is set to direct every episode of uh yep. of kenobi right canadian talent deborah chow she did yep. an absolutely incredible job with season one of the yeah, mandalorian she was awesome two she of the best great. episodes in my opinion Oh, for sure. Um, speaking of being held and pushed back, uh, Cassian Andor series as well. Yeah, which... Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard nearly as much about that as I had the other Star Wars series. Um, I was personally really looking forward to that one. I want to see more K2SO on screen. Yeah. In terms of like Star Wars shows, it's basically Obi-Wan Kenobi and that other one, which is the, K the <laughs> Cassian Andor one, so... Well, that's almost, they've almost got the, that same parallel going on in the animated universe right now with Star Wars. You've got everyone talking about Clone Wars, and then, oh yeah, Resistance just ended in a disappointing fashion. Oh yeah, I gotta watch that. I, I haven't watched the finale yet, but the last couple episodes kind of petered out, and I, I feel like they've missed the opportunity to tie it in to the overall uh, sequel trilogy more. Like, there was one mention of... Uh, or the, there was the one moment from the end of season one where you see Hosni and Prime blow up, and yeah. nothing really came out of that. Yeah, and the the main character's dad was like the only survivor of Hosni and Prime, or something. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's had some absolutely incredible moments, but uh, it mostly it's just been mediocre. Yeah. Um. So those are the two big things, uh, Star Wars wise. Um, just wanted to jump back before we wrap things up here. Just something to add to our Cyberpunk 2077 discussion. Um, what what are you most excited for about Cyberpunk? Because I don't think we ever talked about, you know, what we were looking forward to. Just that we were disappointed it was pushed back. I want Mantis arms. Give me Mantis <laughs> arms. Mantis arms! Oh, boy. <laughs> Is this like in real life? No. I know I a surgeon. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just think The Witcher 3 was such a fucking good game. And I want to play that game, but in Blade Runner. Ooh, Blade Runner, yeah. See, I I'm... The way I play video games is I love to explore, and from what I've seen from uh, the trailers and what I've heard about from uh, interviews and conversations, I am really looking forward to just wandering around this world, just exploring and finding all the, the nooks and crannies and the hidden um, Easter eggs and stuff like that. It just looks like such a an incredibly rich world that you can just kind of spend hours and hours and hours just doing nothing and not getting bored 
Yeah, I'm excited. Just, I mean, open world games are so good. You just want it to be, you know, expansive, immersive, and for there to be a lot to do. One thing that I am bummed about is that there's been no talk of any third-person stuff or third-person uh, viewing. So I'm kind of a little bummed about that because I love third-person, especially for open-world games, walking around, um, you know, having your character kind of like blend in with the with the crowd sort of thing. But um, it's not it's not a deal breaker for me. Now um, I haven't heard. Does this have uh, this is going to be 100% uh, solo play? I'm from what sure. I, from what I've heard, yeah. Yeah. Because I think it would it would be interesting. Um, if they did something similar to Red Dead Online, um, with less randoms and more co-op, so you and you could work with friends on these missions and uh, stuff in the world of Cyberpunk. I think that that would be cool because I I think it would be a lot of fun to kind of because it I'm 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 blanking a little bit on the actual um, released information on the story for this game. But right. I know, like, uh, in a lot of, lot of cyberpunk um, stories, it revolves around a lot of, or uh, revolves a lot around, kind of like these futuristic gangs and stuff like that. So it'd be kind of interesting if you could put together like a posse with your your friends, just not necessarily public online, but just play with a couple people and um, explore this world together. Could you imagine if you could just get your friends into your game? So it's not that it's like an online server or whatever, but like the actual, the actual um, story or the actual yeah, like an, player game, like an online just, co-op. Yeah, like an online co-op. You just have your friends along for it. That'd be so sick, and you just crank up the difficulty. Yeah, like I think that could that could be really cool. Like if you had like four-player online co-op. If you wanted to set up co-op with people, random people, you can, but it's not necessarily like a a sixteen-person open server to play with your friends, and you get some people that are just being griefers the entire time. You just four yeah. of you or six of you or however many you want can just explore this world together and try these missions on super hard difficulty and just have fun with it. Yeah, and that way you can use the full amount of assets in the single-player story. Because you know how in like Red Dead, like the story has like I want to say double the amount of NPCs and double the amount of like things going on. In Red Dead Online, it's you know you you the the towns feel a little bit more empty. Yeah, like you can you can use that if you're only gonna have like four. Let's say you and four friends in a co-op online environment for the single player you can have full assets full everything and it's not going to impact your game at all i think yeah because you don't have to worry as much about random internet connections and random people jumping in and dropping out yeah and that it's i would i would assume it's a little bit more stable too yeah 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 i think that would be a ton of fun so i i hope it has something along those lines i mean if it doesn't i won't be too disappointed the game still looks absolutely incredible Oh, absolutely. Hannah? Hmm? You've been quiet. I'm looking at Will Wheaton's Instagram. <laughs> 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 um, I... Oh, I really hope he makes an appearance in Picard. That's my prediction. Will Wheaton will be in Picard. 
Yeah, I don't know. Just so he can say, shut up, Wesley. <laughs> he or maybe post- he'll apologize for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it was a different oh, time. Oh, yeah. My prediction for Picard is he's going to die of a heart attack from too much caffeine because he drank way too many Earl Grey teas in this episode. No, no but he, he, he had ordered decaf. I, decaf. I, he got one decaf one. <laughs> um, anyways. Oh, so, I really I really liked that he he created his winery as a sanctuary for Romulans. Yeah, I, I think they're sweet. evil. Not all Romulans are evil. That's racist. Yeah, you're you're so xenophobic. The ones that he's employed, you think after yeah. all this time they're gonna betray him? Yep. Damn. There might it be was... one sleeper agent. I think I think that they're evil. There's yeah. Romulan lives matter. <laughs> um, for cyberpunk, I don't know if I want to play online. You wouldn't want to play fine. with Scott That's and I? fine. That's fine. We didn't want you to play with us anyway. Huh? <laughs> just I, like Red Dead Redemption, it's just going to be Scott and I alone <laughs> on the server. Yeah, we I, fucking love it. I got my fill of playing online when we did Destiny. Uh, and I like every once in a while it's okay, but I kind of play video games to escape from reality. And escape from your friends, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, so, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I just like shooting the shit and wandering around in video games. It just it doesn't have the same kind of immersion to me when you're playing with other people. Like, I like I like losing myself. I, I I like losing myself in in a game and. When you're playing with other people, you're very aware of the fact that, like, oh, you're playing with people that you know. So I like I prefer the uh, the kind of solo experience, of, especially games like Cyberpunk and games like Witcher. Like, I really liked that experience. So I wouldn't be too heartbroken if there wasn't like an online uh, component to it, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's not. Just because uh, CD Projekt Red hasn't really delved too much into the uh, online world, they have Gwent, but that's like pretty much the only game that. Uh, Who, who's their parent company? They're they're they don't have one. It's that they're completely independent. Yeah. Interesting. They only that's have very like, rare in video game companies. They only have like three titles, but Witcher Three is still like one of the top purchase games of this year and it came out like five years ago <laughs> like they make shit tons of money off of their uh three games their titles so yeah anyways that's that's what i'm looking forward to i like i See, just really i i really like the cyberpunk world and i'm super stoked that they're the ones that are bringing it forward because it's like a a mix between Mass Effect and Witcher and like Blade Runner, like yes, please. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> I don't know what was funnier—the silence or the slight creaking in the background. Is it my chair? Hannah's on a rocking chair. <laughs> I, I am in a rocking chair. <laughs> it's one of those uh, like IKEA people still have those. Chairs. It's that like IKEA. Back chair. <laughs> I know, I know, I know the exact chair you're sitting in. <laughs> but Grandma, what's wrong? Oh, I've just been waiting for my Cyberpunk 2077 to come out. 
<laughs> Have you been crocheting this whole time, Hannah? Totally. Yeah, it's a mantis arm. <laughs> <laughs> Phil got me a poster for Christmas that's like the blueprint of a mantis arm from CD Projekt Red, and it's so cool. Jeez. Oh, I think, Hannah, I think you need to crochet Phil a, witch, um, a Gerald wig. Oh my god, that would be the best. Sitting in your rocking chair just crocheting. <laughs> With your cats. My cats are going crazy oh again. You are a grandmother. I am. What of it? <laughs> Stop eating hair. Please tell me you're talking to your cat, not Phil. <laughs> yes. Phil's playing volleyball right now. Ah. Uh, beach Anyways, volleyball? Where no. is it? Oh. Court. Anyways. Is there a judge? I would guess <laughs> so. <laughs> well, if he's in court, there should be a judge. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm making really bad jokes today. There's no good movies coming out. <laughs> That's a really broad <laughs> statement there. Like, have you guys looked at what's coming out lately? It's a pile of trash. It doesn't look like there's anything good. Hey, what's after the, Cats, it's on? all uphill. Not Yo, like I fucking had a mind trip when oh, I yeah! Cats the other day. Scott, <laughs> tell us about Cats. I oh, want to my... know what you thought of Cats, because I've God. already yelled about it. But please okay. tell me. So, I was at this screening where I would assume every fucking musical theater student got invited to because uh, they all fucking showed up they were all yes queening and fucking yelling at the screen this was like full-blown interactive um like people were being did you like, did you go to a rowdy screening i i it wasn't a, uh, supposed to be like any sort of like the theater man, here like, is calling it a meow along oh god <laughs> Like, these people, like, people, the people behind us were, like, they admitted at the beginning, they're like, we're so high, this is gonna be great. One guy, five minutes in, one guy in the back yelled, what's going on? And then the, everyone just fucking started laying into it. People were, like, singing along, and I was like, you guys are 12. You guys, like, you guys went So and... did you say this was a school field trip and everyone was high? It felt like it. It felt like it felt like fucking first year Ryerson and Humber and everybody got together in the musical theater programs and were like, "We're gonna all go and watch Cats." Can you and imagine they're... if Cats came out when we were in college? We would have all gotten. We would have all gotten <laughs> to see it. We would have been fucked out of our minds when we yeah. saw it. There's no way I would have seen that movie. I mean, we did all go drunk. see uh, Les Mis by the same director. I yeah. saw I saw Shark Knight 3D with all my jeez. Oh, oh my god. So if I if I didn't have a uh, an ultrasound the next day, I was going to get so fucking high. I went and I like so I was going to uh, we were going to go and we were going to be drunk and we were just going to try to like enjoy it, but I was like I'm not going to do any stuff. I'm just going to go into it sober. And I went in and it was the weirdest most <laughs> fucked up thing there was like once once you told me that their feet weren't touching the ground <laughs> that's, that's all you can see because yep. they're all wearing they're all wearing ballerina shoes and shit like that and there's like you there's nothing like there's like this thick black line <laughs> like so i just released i just released this uh um thing that i helped produce where it's supposed to be shitty green screen and it looks like that 
Like, <laughs> yeah. that's what Cats looks like. You, it looks like you probably did a better job trying to make the green uh, the CG look shitty than they did ma- trying to make it look good. We tried so hard to make it look look like crap, and it probably and still guys, looked better yeah. than Cats. It's insane. It, and it's crazy where it's like you get these people who have like these like it's like the guy who did who was online. He did the Irishman. He redid all the Irishman graphics and it looks better than what the Irishman looks like. You and know? The, the Irishman didn't look bad. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. But it's just like, holy shit. Like, you know, these these deep fakes or whatever. It's crazy. But so there's like fur on hands at some point and there's fur not on hands at some point. <laughs> and then it's like. They have fucking Judy Dench crawling along the ground. Like, she's a fucking Oscar winner. It's Judy Dench. She's like 92. Don't make her crawl on the ground. Unless and one cat has boobs. Yeah, and Taylor Swift can't <laughs> save that. Taylor Swift's booby cat can't fucking save that movie. And also, none of the cats... She's got boobs, but the cats don't have nipples. Like, the cats... Like, <laughs> like, and like fucking poor Idris Alba, like he takes off the jacket and he's like this butch dude. Like the guy's in great shape. I want him to be a James Bond, but I was just like, buddy, what are you doing in Cats? I was like, get out of there. There go the his one... chances of getting James Bond. Yeah, I was like, I, it just it felt awkward. It felt like they were trying to make fun of it. You know what I mean? But so it was like I... it felt like no one else was in on the joke. I read later that uh, Idris Elba was under the impression that he was in a kids movie, like oh, he, really? yeah, he that so he was acting like he was in a kids movie, which makes sense when you see his performance. Like it's like over the top, weird. But then they've like turned him into this like weird sexy cat who has yeah. pets for like and. He like uh I don't know it's so weird and the rest of it like isn't for kids if I brought a kid to that they would cry immediately yeah like, oh my so god so would I, most adults the so the thing oh also fucking uh was it Kate Hudson or Jennifer Hudson Jennifer Hudson Jennifer Hudson is of course fucking amazing but like every shot that they used was like this woman in complete tears fucking drenched in snot drenched and drenched in water and i was just like you're just cheat like they'll cut to her and she's like weeping and it's like a really sad moment and then they'll cut back to like the other cats talking and then like like the vibes chilled out for a little bit and then they'll cut back to her and she's like completely drenched and like so sad and i'm like you're just cheapening those shots like not every yeah. shot of jennifer hudson needs to be her crying and snot drenched like use that when it means something yeah. Not like just a random reaction. Oh, it's just cut to Jennifer Hudson, you know. <laughs> so but basically, like... basically, what I'm getting from this, uh, from everybody's, uh, I'm not going to say reviews. I'm going to say discussions on this movie. Um, basically, it sounded like everyone was in on the joke except for uh, the Tom audience? Hooper. <laughs> yeah. No, I meant everyone. Everyone was like, "Oh, this this thing's a parody. It's a joke." And Tom Hooper right. was like, no, this is the most serious thing I've ever done. And it just meshed into the weirdest thing that's ever been made. Except for like the actual dancers that they hired to be in this fucking movie. Like they hired yeah. world-class dancers. And then instead of doing dances, they got the one girl to sing. Like, why is she singing? She's not a singer. She's a fucking dancer. I don't. It's I, I thought the main I thought the main girl was I thought the main girl was really good. She was good. 
Yeah, I really I liked mean, her. You could do what uh, you know most or a lot of musicals do, which is, you know, have somebody else sing the song. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was really like it, it's so weird because there was some parts that were really interesting, like the tap dancing cat. Like the that scene was kind of cool, but then also yeah. the pers- the perspective was so wrong all the time that it, you get taken out of like the cool dancing because you're distracted by the fact that these cats that were like once four feet tall are now like little mice. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that was the only sequence that I actually liked in the thing was the was the tap dance thing. Yeah, it felt really cool. Like I I dug it. Um, but yeah, the perspective was like, oh, every shot was off. Like the mouse trap was the size of the actual <laughs> cat. Like what? They're going, I'm terrified they're going, they're going to see along this the movie. Railway. They're going along the railway and like they're standing on it. And it's like they're an eighth of the size of the railway width. <laughs> and it's like, what are you talking about? One paw should be the width of the rail. Like they should be bigger, but then they just—I understand in a way, because like if they actually did them to scale, it would just look like fucking hobbits running around in cat outfits. <laughs> but I'd kind of—I'd kind of actually probably prefer that than what we got. Yeah, it's a—it's a bizarre. It's—it's—that's it. It's a bizarre. I'm—it's I'm, a bizarre. <laughs> um, I am terrified to see this movie now. You two have not done it any favors. Go watch it for free. Don't watch it. Don't pay for it. I used my scene points to go. (laughs) Fair enough. I don't think it's even even playing here anymore. Uh, There is a Meow Along coming up, is there not? Or did we miss that? It it was last weekend. Oh, goddammit. Never mind. Yep. Buddy, every screening is going to be a Meow Along. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be monthly screenings from here on out. It's going to be a double feature with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yep. Maybe a triple feature with the room. <laughs> Sounds like the greatest night of my life. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Winchester. If you like us, please rate and review on iTunes. Follow us on all the social media things at WinchesterCast. Pew, 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 pew. Okay, we're done. <laughs> my cavity! <laughs> my cavity! <laughs> <laughs> my spoon is too big! Yeah, yeah, yeah.